Yo, 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 welcome back to the Walk It, Talk It podcast. I'm your boy, Xavier Walker, back in the building with another episode. And today, I'm bringing on my boy, Lamar. I met him through uh, flag football. I wanted to get him on his episode just to like show you guys the evolution of flag football and how big it really is. This is an over-the-phone podcast, so don't fry me, but it's still going to sound clean. It's your boy, Xavier Walker, back to the episode. Walk it like I talk it. Walk, walk it like I talk it. Walk it, walk it like I talk it. Woo. Walk it like I talk it. Hey. So we got Lamar Moore in the building. So how you feeling today? How you feeling? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. I, I appreciate this weather we've been having lately. I don't know what's going on. We ain't been getting snow. But it's, it's been love for me, man. I'm appreciating this. Hey, I'm definitely, I'm definitely liking it. I'm definitely liking it. So I ask every guest on this podcast this very question. On a scale from 1 to 10, where's your mental health and where's your physical health? Man, that's a good question, bro. Um, so I actually just got off the phone with uh, one of my guys from out of town. Uh, he asked me a very similar question. We talked about a few things. Honestly, I can say right now, bro, I'm probably about an 8 on my uh, mental health. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good, man. Obviously, okay. things could always be uh, better, but I'm, I'm happy with where I'm at right now. Um, and physically, you know, we just came back from Tampa, so our bodies are a little beat up for us old cats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I'd say I'm about a, about a six, seven physically. Um, okay. Uh, I get back to an eight or nine here in a couple weeks once, a, once this old body heals up. <laughs> All right. So you said eight for your mental health. So elaborate a little bit on why, because that's a high number for mental health, and I love that. So elaborate a little bit on why that is. I, I just really try to look at the positive in, in most things, man, in life. Um, there were some times where I was down, and uh, I've, had, I've had some times in my life where I felt alone, and luckily I've had people where I could talk to, though, um, and help talk me out of that space. And just from doing that, going through uh, my therapy for a little bit, and just learned a few things about myself, man, and how to uh, really get out of that funk. So nowadays, I really just try to look at the positive and everything, man. Um, like I said, I got a, I got a good support group around me. I love the people around me. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it makes it pretty easy for me to be into in a happy mental space, um, just feeling loved and knowing that I do have people that care about me and people that I can talk to about things. Okay, okay, I like that. Now I heard you. Uh, you said you talked about therapy. Now explain to me and the people what does therapy mean to you? Because I know there's a lot of hot takes on therapy. So explain your opinion on therapy. Yeah, so uh, when I was younger, man, I, I kind of looked at it in a negative light, honestly. When I heard it, I was like, man, that's for people that, like, they don't know how to talk to people. Mm -hmm. like, they, they need to talk to somebody else because they don't know what's going on in their mind. And that's not the case at all. Really, it's just, it's just an avenue to express yourself and really hear a perspective from somebody that is completely unbiased. Um, they don't know you. They don't know anything that's going on with you besides what you tell them. So... It's really an unbiased opinion is the way I view it. Um, and it, it, that's definitely something that everybody should tap into. Um, not necessarily a therapy, but just getting a, an opinion from somebody who is unbiased and doesn't necessarily know you and everything that's going on with you. Mm -hmm. But to hear just different perspectives and different views, um, it definitely can benefit everyone, I, I feel. I like that. No, I agree. I agree because, like you said, bro, I was like one of the ones... Well, I never went, I've never been to therapy, but I can definitely see 
why it's a good thing now, but I always used to say, like you said all the time, like, why do people need therapy? Like, you can't talk. Same thing. I said the same type of stuff, but I've never been in therapy, but I can definitely see the benefits of it now as I'm, like, slowly growing up and actually, like, seeing it. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, not everybody needs it, but it's it's definitely something that's available now more than ever. Um, definitely. Mental health is, is such a big thing. It's such an important thing. And I'm glad that a lot of people are, are seeing that now and that it's brought to the light that mental health is, is serious, man. And it affects people every day. Um, so yeah, just knowing that there are options out there and they're easy to access, uh, that's a great thing. And like what you guys are doing here, bro, like this is great. I, I love what Appreciate you guys are doing that, bro. with this, man. It gives people another avenue to, to be comfortable in a comfortable space to talk. Man. Really, sometimes that could make or break somebody, honestly. No, definitely. So I'm gonna ask you this. Because um, you said how, so I'm going to ask you this. So the narrative, you know, some people grew up getting taught, like, wipe it off. Um, you don't need this. You're not depressed. All that type of stuff. Did you ever have that? Did you ever have those happen? Those type of things happen to you as you were growing up? You know, your parents telling you this and that or other people saying, oh, nah, bro, it's nothing. Like, how? what's your take on that? Yeah, I mean, I, I grew up with just my mom and grandma, and they were big on if there's ever an issue, like, there's nothing you can't come and talk to me about. Mm-hmm. So I was blessed to have that where I was always able to go talk to my moms and my grandma about whatever was going on. Um, it did kind of take a toll on me sometimes not having a male figure around um, that I could go and talk to. But as I got older, um, I realized my peers and my guys around me a lot of them were very similar to me and we were growing up feeling the same type of things. So, uh, those became my, my male figures or my peers, if you will, um, to, to kind of discuss those type of things that I couldn't necessarily discuss with moms and grams. Facts, facts. I like that. So, so for those who don't know, I've met Lamar in uh, playing flag football. So this is what the episode is going to be based on is mostly flag football. But before we get to that, Lamar, when did you start playing, you know, actual football before the flag? Uh, yeah, so I actually played, I think my first time playing, I must have been about 10 years old. Um, I actually was, my mom signed me up for karate. And, man, I did that for, like, two weeks. I was not feeling it, though. <laughs> uh, I ended up trying to show my grandpa, like, a, a move that I had learned. And I kicked myself in the nose, right, bloody nose. It was terrible. Like, I was doing karate, so I was like, this ain't for me. And uh, I was actually at karate one day, not even paying attention. I was just looking out the window. And we just happened to be near a field, and there was a bunch of kids playing football. So I told my mom, like, this karate stuff for the birds. Like, I need to be out there doing that. <laughs> so I ended up quitting karate after just a couple weeks. He signed me up for football. And, uh, yeah, I just played pretty much growing up every year. Um, and I played in high school. Um, and then I ended up uh, playing basketball as a basketball player. Oh, for real? So I, yeah, I didn't play. I didn't play football after high school um, until I got in the flag. Um, Sharply actually introduced me to to flag, so I ended up hopping on a team with him. That had to have been about seven years ago. Man, that's and, crazy. Yeah, flag's just been a, been a big part of my life ever since. So that that's that's crazy to me. So you said. So at what year do you think you started playing flag? This had to have been about 2016, 2017 in there. Okay, okay. And what were your first emotions, you know, like expressions, playing flag and seeing how the whole thing is? Yeah, so I was just super competitive, man. It didn't matter what it was. I didn't care if I was 
walking next to somebody in the mall, if they're walking faster than me, I'm like, no, I gotta walk faster. Like, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, when I came out, that's really just what it was. Was all right. I played football before. I know how this works. Flag is a completely different game, though. Than definitely your tackle football. So it was definitely a transition at first, but just like any other sport, you pick it up. Uh, and yeah, I just became super comfortable with it, and I haven't picked up a basketball, bro. Probably four years now. Like flag is is really all I know at this point. That's crazy. No, that's crazy because you said how it's different. Flag is different, and I, I definitely is a victim of that. And when I first came in there, in there playing flag, we um actually this is a funny part is so our first time you playing flag was in the Blaine League, and like we we come in there playing like it's tackle football and like we just we were just completely getting exposed and I think yeah. were you on the Pink Ponies at yeah, one yeah. point I think I remember you guys from that league yep yep <laughs> yep because that brings me to my next question I'm not next question but it, that brings me on to my next thing I'm about to say is like that brawl that we had <laughs> yeah I remember that little scuffle up yeah bro like what was so, so to me, I'm looking back. I'm laughing about it. It was dumb. It was, we are all much younger. I'm 22 now, but we came in that league at like 19, 18, 19, and just had like no clue. So we all had these egos from high school and all that type of stuff. So what, what did you think when you you, you sitting there beginning a brawl with our team at the time? Uh, it was. We all laughed about it afterwards because we could relate because we've all been there. Obviously, like you come in young. You obviously, you guys look way better than everybody out there. Like, you guys are fit. You're still young. You're super athletic. You know, you're faster than everybody out there. You all jumping everybody out there. You're like, man, we're about to run through these cats. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then you come, come across a bunch of old dudes that are slow and look like they can't move anymore. And the team name is Pink Ponies. <laughs> and then they come out there and end up putting, putting some points up. And you're like, hold up, bro. Like. At that age, it can be a little shot to the ego. Like I said, we all went through that. Oh, definitely. I did. When I first <laughs> first started playing, it was the same thing, bro. Like I'm like, man, I'm all jumping everybody out here. I'm faster than everybody out here. And there was some older cats that definitely uh, put me in my place <laughs> early on. So I can definitely relate. We we all laughed about it afterwards. I was like, man, it's we we've all been there. We can relate. And these dudes, they're good. They're athletes. I hope they stick around. And just learn the game more because they definitely have potential. And I'm glad to see you guys did stick to it, man, because we do see a lot of young teams that come in like that. And then they can't take that ego hit because they come in thinking they're top dogs. When, like you said, flag is a completely different game. So if you don't right. know the rules and the ins and outs and all the different things you can and can't do in flags, I can not everybody can take that shot to the ego right away. Like, dang, we really ain't the best out here. We, we have to learn. And you guys stuck to it, so that's that's good to see, and I appreciate y'all sticking to it. No, definitely. And then the funny part about that was, I think Mock was like the main person that was going at in that brawl, and then now like a couple years later, like he cool as shit. <laughs> like it's just funny. Yeah. It's just funny how that works. It was just like went from having a brawl for whole team we didn't know to literally Mock picking me in the draft. And I'm just like, what Yo. the fuck? <laughs> like this is wild. Because for the longest time, I thought it was like beef. Crazy how that works, bro. I, like little story about me when I was playing. I actually uh, first time playing against Mock and JT and all them guys. They were on the same team, and it was in the Blaine League where I was playing too. And uh, I hated them dudes, bro. I hated them. <laughs> I'm like, I can't stand these dudes. They're always winning. They cocky as hell. And now, like, 
me and Mock been on the same team forever. We're best friends. We go get breakfast together. We're about to go get brunch on Thursday. Like, we kick it all the time. And it's funny, just looking back a few years ago, I was like, man, I hate these dudes. No, facts. No, facts. Yeah, definitely doing our thing now. So, for a lot of people, I'll say in my age group, they don't, they're not, they're familiar with Flag, but they're not really familiar with Flag. I kind of, my team kind of, we kind of like brought the eyes to it a little bit from where I live at in my area. So, what is your take on Flag that you can explain to the people how it is and even just how TC League is? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, any any type of recreational sport, I feel like, is, is good. Um, it gives people a, an avenue to get out. Um, it can be a stress reduction, too, bro. Like, Definitely. If you got some stuff going on at the crib or whatever, just get out, play some flag football, for whatever sport it may be, um, just to kind of put you in a place where you can you can be yourself and you can be free and do what you love. Um, so I think that's, that's a big thing for me because, um, like I said, there were some times in my life where I was not doing so great, but any time I stepped on that field, it was like, my way of stepping away from everything else that was going on. And I could just go out there and do my thing and love what I was doing. Um, so I, I think it's important, bro. It's, it's, it can be beneficial in a lot of ways, honestly. Um, since we're on the topic of mental health, it can, it can help you with sleep. I know a lot of times I'll go out there and I'll play three, four games and I'm tired after that. Yeah, it's definitely so, a great workout. Right. Lay down, go to sleep. Um, it can boost your self-esteem, your confidence. Definitely. You got some stuff going on outside of, you know, football or whatever, and you get on the field, you know that you're good, you're a great athlete, you're out there scoring touchdowns. Regardless of what's going on, like, that feels good. That can boost your self-esteem. Oh, without a doubt. You, you can build connections, bro. Like, some of my best friends have come from me playing flag football with them. So it's, there's a lot of a positive that can come out of it. No, definitely. I agree. I agree. So... I want you to explain because I feel like a lot of people, I tell a lot of people, they don't like that thing is flag. They think it's a joke. But I keep on trying to tell people, I'm like, bro, this league is mad competitive. So I want you to explain that part to them, to a lot of people that's listening on how competitive yeah. that league is. Yeah, bro. So it's you really don't know until you get out there, honestly, because like we were talking about before, everybody thinks they're the top athlete. Everybody thinks they're fastest and they're the strongest and they're this and they're that. Like, that's all fine and dead. You may be, but if you don't know what you're doing on that football field, you got some old cats on Jabari tribe that are going to expose you and show you what's going on. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So, like, it, don't, it doesn't matter how good of a football player you were in high school, college, if you're playing in arena ball. Once you step onto the flag field, that's a level playing field. Facts. If you haven't done flag before, there's cats that really do this flag thing. Definitely. Like, we, go out, we go out of town for worlds, bro. Like, we travel, we go play nationals, we play worlds, we play regionals, we play all these tournaments. And some of the best teams in the world have quarterbacks, bro, that are that are huge. Like, overweight, big quarterbacks. And they do not move. They snap the ball, they throw a dot. Crazy. They just know the game so good. So that just goes to show, like, if you, even if you're not physically in tip-top shape, you're not the fastest dude, the most athletic dude, as long as you understand the game and you're smart, you can succeed on a flag football field. No, definitely. It's a, it's a completely different game, bro. It's, it's a lot more mental than people think it is. Yeah, it's definitely a lot more scheming, if anything, without a doubt. 
And there's so many different formats you could do too. So like most people are, they come to the flag league, have played some type of football before, obviously like 11 man, or maybe they come from semi-pro and they play nine man, or they do the Skelly leagues and seven man or something. But flag, there's four, you can play four on four, five on five, six on six. Like there's a ton of different ways you can play. And each one of them, there's different schemes that you have to learn and different play styles and different rules. You're not dipping on on a on a real football field. Like you're getting your head taken off. If you oh play. yeah, without like a doubt. Flag. That's one of the best moves. You know what I'm saying? Or, or when you jump, like you're not jumping on a regular football field unless you're trying to hurdle somebody. Flag. That's one of the moves that people do often. So uh, it's just a completely different game. So anybody out there that's like doubting it or, or laughing at it and thinking it's not serious, there's a lot of semi-pro cats that have done that same thing and came out and got exposed. No, definitely, definitely, and I, I, to be honest, I agree with you because, so I've been away from flag for like two months, I, I'm hopping back in in the beginning of February, because I've been in the lab, just getting right, been actually prepping for arena football, I went to the Duluth tryouts, went to the Minneapolis trials. both those went well, but I feel like playing flag just like made me such a more like such a better player a football player overall because in high school I play like running back and corner and safety those type of those type of things I kind of molded myself into a wide receiver and like it was, that was like the biggest thing that helped me even at the combines that I just came back from just playing flag just like keeping my skills improving my skills and just getting just being better like I'm if I had my skills that I have now, that I had in high school, I'll be a D1 athlete, <laughs> like no cap. <laughs> like no cap. But I just didn't have that mentality and mindset back then as I do now. So I definitely agree that flag is definitely a good thing to do. Even if you're like, like people have been telling me about, they see me doing arena football stuff and like, they like, well, bro, I want to get into it. I'm literally telling people to go hop in a flag league for like a year just to, Get your mechanics back down, speed, catching, all that. Because you know, that means so much more in flag, bro. It really does. And I had to learn that the hard way because I kind of, when I first came in, I kind of came in as like a running back type, seeing the backfield a lot. And I had to mold myself into an actual wide receiver because that's that's what flag is. It's, it's a passing league. And, like, I just got better overall to wide receivers. So I'm just like glad you said that because I'm like literally like a proven fact of that, a product of that. Yeah. So it's crazy to me. Absolutely, bro. Yeah, you you just get like you said, just tighten up your mechanics and and all of that stuff that you don't use every play on the regular football field. You definitely use it at flag. It's just like learning a different perspective of the game, really. Definitely, and the crazy part is. So, like, arena ball, they're pretty much the same exact concept of flag. So, if I never played flag, I would probably be so confused out there because they run weird type of stuff. So, I'm like, damn, that really helped me, too, playing flag because it's pretty much similar to the same formations and all that type of stuff on how they run things there. So, that was just crazy to me. So, let me ask you this. First, I'm going to ask you this. How many championships have you won in your whole career? Um, honestly, bro, I couldn't even give you a number. <laughs> See, that's um, when you know you won a lot of championships. That's crazy. 
That's We've good. just been playing for so long, bro. Um, yeah, honestly, I couldn't. I couldn't even give you a number, bro. It's. It's got to be probably upwards of 40, 50, maybe. That is wild. That is crazy. And I've been in that league for like three or four years, and I have not won one. <laughs> that shit's crazy. That shit is crazy. I'm trying to think. So, yeah, since you've been in the league, I think there might there might have been one or two, two max, I think, where we didn't win. I think just about every other one. Yeah, because I believe that was around, like, COVID 2019. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's also because the team that we have, man, we've we've built this team. It's taken a while to build the team the way that we want it to be. And we've got guys that just know each other, and we're always on the same page, and the chemistry is just crazy. Um, we all hold each other to such, like, a high – everybody holds himself accountable. Like, we expect the most out of everybody every single play. Um so that, um, that's one of the things that makes us good at what we do, honestly. Um, it's just, it's the chemistry. We're not the most athletic guys. Yeah, we come across guys like you all the time. We're like, oh, we got a game plan for Xavier. Like, he's faster than us. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he's going to do this. He's going to do that. How can we how can we beat that? And it's so much of a mental game for us. And luckily, we've got, in my opinion, some of the highest IQs in the league on our team. So definitely, we're able to make adjustments and and like I said, we're not we're not the most athletic dudes anymore. We've got young cats like DJ and Terrence that are still in their prime, but the rest of us are far past that. So we've got to come up with other ways to win. And the game is, like we mentioned earlier, a lot more mental than, than people think it is. And that's that's the reason why we're so successful is because we've got that mental part down. Yeah, y'all definitely have a squad for sure. That's why I don't. And actually, I'm going to ask you this, because speaking of your squad, so... I know you guys, Jabari, gets a lot of backlash, a lot of hate, a lot of people who want to hop on their team. So what is all that outside noise to you? Like, how do you guys bring people in, cut people, all that? Yeah, so at first it was tough because we, um, we actually are two rival teams that came together to make one. Um, and it, it was a transition for sure. Uh, feelings were definitely hurt when guys were getting cut and guys were leaving teams and coming over to Jabari, but we did it for the bigger picture. Our end goal was to win a world championship. We wanted to be national champions. We wanted to be world champions. And last year we were able to accomplish both national and world champions. And it's because we were able to come together, build that chemistry with one another, build that camaraderie, and just build the best team that we could at that time. Um, So now the noise really doesn't matter to us. Like we people, people are gonna talk. People are gonna hate on us. Tell us we need to split up. It's not fair. We need to do this. We need to do that. But we know what our end goal is, and we see the bigger picture. Really, we use uh, in town leagues uh, as reps together, and just continue to build chemistry and to try new things out. So when we go out of town, we're prepared, ready to go for any situation. No, that's what's up. Cause I know, like, like I hear, like a lot of the back noise, and me, and me personally, I'm just gonna be honest with y'all. I want to beat y'all niggas, bro. That shit dead. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel that. See, and that's that's what we want too. Like, we want to come across teams like you, or your team, and like guys like you. They're like, no, nah, I want to beat them. I want to push and, and play them. I want to give them everything I got because that's making us better. No, definitely. The only way we're getting competition is playing against guys that are better than us physically. If, if there's there's guys out there that aren't on our team that 
they have a higher IQ than us. And those are the guys we go against. We're like, ah, right, yeah, like this is pushing us. This is testing us. This is what we need to get better. And we can't get any better unless we're playing against guys who are good. So those guys are like, man, this ain't fair. This ain't even fun for y'all. I don't even want to play y'all. Like, we'd rather not even play against them. I'm already knowing because it's just not fun at that point. So what is your mentality? Because you guys damn near are in every damn championship game. So I want to know, like, what are you and your team actually, like, thinking, like, leading up to, like, the playoffs? Like, you guys, like, know, like, oh, it's about to be easy. This about to be a clean swept. Or are you, like, you still locked in from the start? No, we're, we're a confident team because we, like I said, we all trust each other. I trust the guy to my left. I trust the guy to my right. There's nobody on the team where we see him as a weak link. And at any given time, anybody on that field, can make a game win and play. So we all trust each other, and we know our brothers got our back. So that's the confidence that we have, but we also never take anyone lightly because we don't ever want to go into the game thinking, oh, it's going to be sweet, we're going to win, let's play down, and then we end up being down 14 at halftime. We're like, oh, now we need to adjust, now we need to figure something out. So we always try to come out with our A game right out the gate. Uh, we're confident, but, yeah, we never look down on, on any of our opponents. Like Don always says, it can be anybody, any given Sunday, Definitely. any given Saturday, any given Thursday, no matter what league it's in. Like, everybody's beatable. Everybody can make mistakes. So we just try to give it 100% every time. We try to practice how we want to play. And the in-town tournaments and league play, that's our practice for when we go out of town. Yes, that's crazy. I can definitely tell you guys play with a high motor because I remember I forgot what session it was. I think DU, we were playing you guys. I think we like had like a close game before halftime, so we got to talking crazy because we were like, oh, yeah. They were like, they sweet. And I came back at the halftime and started fucking doing our shit in. I was like, <laughs> I was like, dang. I couldn't even say nothing. I was like, damn, like, that's just a damn moment. That's another thing about our team, too, that I like, man. It's like everybody's got that switch. And when one person flips it, like, everybody's just like, all right, bet. Like, we got to turn up now. Yep, I can see that. I can see that. So let me ask you this question. Because I see you as a veteran flag player in that league. And I know my boys are listening. So what is your take on the on Diversity University as a team? Because we're definitely not – we're definitely – I mean, before you say it, we're definitely never coming – like, they're, Di- Diverse University will probably never come back as a, as a full team. Uh, and that's tough to hear, man, because you guys got some pieces, bro. Like, you guys were, were so close to, to being one of those top teams, bro. Yeah, bro, um, definitely. But, yeah, you guys – the athletes you guys got, I hope most of you guys are coming back. I don't know everybody's names, but um, obviously Jordan – yeah, he's coming back, and he's coming dog, back, bro. and Johnson's coming back. I, I picked him on my draft team, bro. Like, dude's a dog. Already one of the top rushers in the league. Uh, highly respected. Dude's got a motor. He's strong as hell. He's quick. He's just an athlete. Any team be blessed to have him. Uh, obviously yourself, bro, one of the best athletes of my eyes that we got in the league, and you're still young, which is just crazy. It's scary to see, like, what your potential could could get to. Appreciate um, that, bro. Andy is a dog, bro. Same thing. Like, dude's got so much potential. He's fast. I see him in the weight room throwing up 225 now, bro. Shout out to you. Yep. Like, 
it's it's scary seeing you young cats and how how good you guys are already, and just knowing that there's so much more potential to it. That I hope most of you just come back, bro, and stick to it, and just stick to it and keep playing, because flag's getting bigger, bro. It's getting bigger, oh, and bigger definitely. every year, and we have no idea how big it's gonna be five years from now. And you guys are still young enough where in five years. Hell, you guys could be on that damn Olympic team out there playing or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're they definitely. Turn it into something like a professional sport or something, and shit, you guys would be right there in your prime, ready to go. No, that's definitely true. Cause um, so me, so this, so me, Jordan, Andy, Jonathan, Jeff, we're all we all kind of combined with Premier because we seen them. So I know you see my posts of free agent and all that type of stuff on Facebook. But me, me personally, like I don't like to just hop on teams. I don't like to team hop. Like that's out for me. I, if I'm hopping on a team, like I'm locked in with them because I don't like all that that team hopping. That was partly why DU kind of broke up because our quarterback situation was just back and forth. We couldn't keep a good quarterback. Blah blah blah. And for me, I gotta keep playing on the same team. So we actually hopped in with Premier because some of those guys. We know, and like they're kind of around our age, and like we that team reminds us of how, what we were like when we first came in, and I see the potential there, so we hopped in with them. So I actually they played, they have their first game this this weekend, but I won't be there, so I actually be be at the second week. So I I'm ready I'm ready to get back. I've been in flag I've I've been on flag for like two weeks, just I mean two months, just like locking in. I didn't play all that session. The session I played was the draft league. When that first came back, yep. and I just took a little break from that, but we back in action, baby. February, like February second, the second week, whatever it is. Okay. Sometimes it's good to take that break, man. Just let your body kind of heal. Flight can be rough on you, especially if you're playing so many days out the week. There's so many damn leagues going on. Yeah, bro. Well, yeah. Just take a little break, like you said. Get your body right. Get your workout in, and come back a monster. I agree, and that's funny that you say that because. I don't think people realize how physical flag really is. Like on every week I was playing, I I end up hurting something. I pull something, bruise something. Like every 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 week I played, it was always something. And I feel like a lot of people don't get like how. And I love it though. I because I like I like playing physical. Oh yeah, like anybody that's physical or like played linebacker or strong safety or any of that, like they would love flag. Because you can't stiff arm and you don't tackle. But everything else is the same. Guys are getting blown up on blocks. Guys are getting hit out of bounds. Like, it's still physical. Oh, no, definitely. You just, you just can't stiff arm and you can't tackle. Pretty much everything else is a go. No, Guys definitely. every night. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, and that's the thing. Because um, for a while, I kind of, I want to say I painted myself as like a low-key villain in the league. But like, when I was like getting double teamed and shit, there was a lot of plays that was happening where, like, it was just, like, dirty hits. Like, just straight up simple oh, yeah. on me. And you'll I was like, that. what was that? Yeah, you'll get that. I mean, being being an athlete and people seeing that and not wanting to get beat, no matter what sport you're playing, like, there's always going to be those cats that are like, no, nah, I'm not going to let them get me. I'm going to do what I got to do to make sure I don't get got. Just saving face. Everybody's got an ego out there. No, definitely. So. Yeah, you definitely got to be careful because there's always guys out there that are going to be dirty players no matter where you go, what league you play in, what sport it is. 
No, definitely. And it's it's and this whole flag thing is just crazy to me because I'm like literally like growing up in it. I started at 19. I'm 22 now, and like I swear every year I'm like. I, like, I, I came in that league so loud, talking trash all the time. Now I'm this cool, calm, and collected. I just kill people in silence. <laughs> like, it's just crazy. Yep. Slowly becoming a vet, man. That's all it is. Learning the game. Once you start learning it, too, it just slows down for you. And, and it just becomes easier and easier as you go. No, definitely. I agree. And the actually, you said that earlier. What, what are your thoughts? Because I know flag is really, like you said, there's a whole Olympics team for flag coming soon so what is like you came in flag world i feel like there was not a lot of eyes on it now it's like this big thing so what are your thoughts on that yeah man us old guys we hate it bro <laughs> we came in and we were like man we're dope we're good obviously i feel like we're a lot better now than we were back then but we just wish it was bigger like we we didn't know anything about the traveling six seven years ago when we started like we didn't know that there was world tournaments and national tournaments and all of that going on so now all of us are in our mid-30s and we're trying to run around with these young 21, 22-year-olds running four fours. <laughs> like we can't do that no more. I'm like, man, damn, I wish it was as big back then. But it's good to see. And now our goal is just to give you guys as much competition as possible and hope that you guys can learn something from us so you can be the best that you can possibly be at the sport. And hopefully somebody out of TC makes something of it. No, definitely. I, I, I definitely, I definitely mess with that 100. Because I, I, I like to see it. There's a lot of vets in that league out that give me pointers, and I respect those people. There's a couple people in that league, and people like you and other people that I know just give me pointers about the league. So I definitely respect. It's definitely like a some people in that league is definitely would say it's like a, a brotherhood type of thing, without a doubt. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So you just came back from Tampa, won the world's championship again, part two, two P. How does that feel? Uh, it feels good, man. It feels good. It's it's different out of town, bro. It's it's just a completely different game. Um, we said a lot of times, like up here, we became so familiar with the leagues and like the guys that are lining up across from us. So we know like what, what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are, the plays we can run on them, the plays that we shouldn't work on them, the plays that will work, plays yep. that don't work. When you get out of town, you have no idea what that guy across from you is capable of. And you have no idea what that team's good at, what their pros are, what their cons are. So you've just got to be, you've got to be A1 the whole time. And the games move so fast that like, there was a game we had two offensive possessions in the first half, and that was it. And we started with the ball. And so, like, if you That's don't score and you're making mistakes, it's over with. And you only get three downs. There's no four downs. You get three downs, and that's it. If you don't get to get a first down or score in those three downs, it's over with. So the game just moves so much faster. It, it's, it's just completely different. But we do multiple formats. Um, I know it can get confusing for people when, like, all oh, these guys are the world champs, but... They did this and they did that. So there's different formats that we play. Okay, yep, yep, so, yep. And what all formats did you play? So this year we did, uh, we just did too many, honestly. <laughs> we did we did 35 and over. There's a 35 and over. So for all, all the old guys, um, that's five-on-five five contact. So we did that on Thursday night. Um, 
Friday morning, we did five-on-five non-contact. Um, Friday night, we did five-on-five contact. We had Saturday off. Sunday morning, we did six-on-six contact, which is what we won last year. Um, and then Sunday night, we did gauntlet, which is like a five-on-five, like skelly passing lead type of thing. And that's what we wanted was the gauntlet. Damn, that's crazy. So it's it's a lot, bro. We um, I think we ended up playing like eighteen to twenty games uh, that weekend. Dang, that's a lot of games. Man, it's it's a lot on the body, bro. It's a lot, and unfortunately, we had one of our corners go down on Thursday in the second game that we played, um, in thirty-five plus. So I ended up having to step in and play both ways. So I was playing center on offense and then corner on defense. And I haven't done that in a while. I haven't had to. We've got, you know, super athletes on Jabari. But uh, I ended up doing that for like five or six games, bro. My legs were, were beat. <laughs> like, <laughs> I uh, bet. Like, That's a lot of Saturday. games. It's it's a lot, bro. It's a lot. But it's so worth it in the end when you come out on top. You call yourself a world champion. There's so many teams out there. Although we do different formats, there's, there's over a thousand teams out there. Yeah, bro. That's dope. Every state is bringing, like, the best that they got. So we can go out there and put Minnesota on the map, bro. It just it feels good. Grab that championship ring that says world champion and, and bring that home. It feels good. No, I, And congrats on that. Y'all definitely showing Minnesota that love, bringing that back two times in a row. Like, can definitely congrats on that. Appreciate you. And then, so, to me, that's, that, that's crazy. So how many games do you guys play to lead up to the championship? So typically, typically you do like uh, you play two or three pool play games, and then depending on how you do in those pool play games, they take into account your record and your uh, point differential, and that's what places you in the bracket. Oh, okay. Single bracket. So that's how they typically do it. That's how we've done it in the years past. Um, this year, there were so many teams that they wanted to split it into two different weekends. But they realized that a lot of people would have to take off work for two weekends or take off a whole week of work to make it happen. Definitely. So they kept kept it in one weekend, but everything was straight through. So typically we do games on Friday, Saturday. We'll do three or four games on Friday, three or four games on Saturday. Sunday is playoffs, so we play all the way through on Sunday. Every format this year went straight through. So you played two pool play games on like Thursday or Friday, whatever format we were doing. Yep. So Friday, for example, we played two pool play games for non-contact and then went straight into the single elimination playoffs and then had three games in the playoffs and then we lost a game to go to the championship. Um, And that one, the team that won it all was a team that we tied in pool play. Oh, dang. We ended up taking third place in that one. Um, So that was what, two, that was six games right there and it was straight through those six games. Dang. No break. And then we went to our five-on-five contact, and then we had an hour-and-a-half break. So we sat there after playing six games, getting sore, getting tight, had to hop back on the field for contact now. So this is like getting physical, and it's way more physical out of town. There's no such thing as a bull rush out of town. Like, you can do all of that. That's dope. We hop right back into that, did two pool play games of that, and then follow that by three more playoff games. Dang. That was what, I and mean, that was like eleven games that we played. 
in that day, and it was a span of like six, seven hours that we played all those games. And that's, it just takes a toll on your body, man. No matter how in shape you are, like it's tough to play that many games and be that physical. Oh, definitely. And how, and so, how, because I always hear a lot of people get injured when they're going to Tampa to play the Worlds. How physical is it actually out there? I haven't been out there. So how how physical is it really out there? It's it's tough, man. So like there's rules in our league that don't that don't apply out there. So like obviously we have the bull rush call here. Yep. Um, there's no bull rush out there. Like Andre a few times was like driving guys from the line that were trying to block him. He was driving them out of bounds. And there was two or three times where he was driving them out of bounds and they were like getting thrown into fans on the side or they're like tripping over chairs and hitting bleachers. Like it gets physical. Um, the jams, people jam out there and it's, there's a lot of holding calls that don't get called. Um, if you jump out of town, you're giving your body up. So if you jump and you get hit out of bounds, that's not a penalty. <laughs> um, if you, if you dip, if you dip, you're giving your body up. So if you dip and you get hit out of town, that's not a penalty. Dang. Um, Myself as a center, I do appreciate that up here in a lot of these leagues, when I'm snapping, you have to allow me to get my head up and you can't jam me and you can't line up over top of me. So you have to give me five yards of cushion. Otherwise, it's a penalty. Yep, yep. That, does, that don't exist out of town. Them dudes stand right over top of you. And as soon as that ball moves, you're getting hit. And they're trying to push you back into the quarterback, trying to push you back into the backfield. Dang, so that's crazy. Way more physical. Like, you got to be ready. So you're, getting, so you're snapping that ball off pretty quick then. Yeah, so if you notice, like, a lot of guys in the league used to just snap, like, squared off, feet just squared off. Yep. When I started going out of town, I had to get some type of leverage. So that's why I started snapping with one foot back. And I see a lot of guys have switched it up that have traveled and gone out of town that they do that now. Uh, You get that one foot back, so you have leverage. So if you're getting hit right away, you're not you're not just falling on your ass. Like you got something that can catch you or some, some leverage to push you back. So that's really the reason why I started snapping like that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a just different game, bro. It's, it's a lot more physical, way more physical. That's crazy. That's crazy. It sound like this sound fun though. Sound fun. So let me ask you this. Go ahead. I said, yeah, it's definitely dope. It's, you got to try it at least once. At least once, you got to give it a go. Oh, definitely, definitely. I, I almost did, but some stuff happened, so I was like, ah, nah. But one of these years, I'm definitely going to try to make it out there just to see how it is, because that would definitely be a fun time for sure. That's a whole vacation, and you playing football. <laughs> for real. And they don't even got to just be Worlds. Like, they do so many of them. I think they got, like, 20 different tournaments this year. Worlds is just, like, one of the biggest ones, and, like, a lot of the teams have to qualify for that or get, like, rated throughout the year on different tournaments. Oh, okay. So it's pretty much like a point system. So the more points that you accumulate throughout the year is the better draft position that you have when Worlds comes. So the higher draft position you have, you get to pick what teams you want to play. Okay. Like the pool play games. And then the cool thing about TC Flag now is it's a sanctioned league. So if you win in TC, you get points towards the World Tournament the following year. Oh, really? I did not know that. Yeah. Yep. So winning, even winning like these rec leagues, like TC, is a big deal if you plan on traveling. Oh, that's crazy. I actually did not know that. That is wild. So tell me, so tell me one, so tell me this. What is one of your, what's one of your best memories playing flag football? 
probably just meeting the guys that I've met, honestly, bro. Um, some of the people I'm closest to. When I get married, it's going to be all flag football dudes like up there with me. Okay, so I, I feel my you. Brother, like, my brother and my guys that I grew up with, obviously. But like, flag has just like brought me so much closer to a lot of these guys. And it's like you mentioned earlier, like a brotherhood, man. Like, uh, my granddad passed a few years ago, and um, his funeral wasn't even here. It was out of town. And uh, a few of my teammates pulled up, and I didn't even, I didn't even know. I didn't even expect it. But they found out, like, where it was at, and they knew, like, it hit me hard, and they just pulled up to the funeral and were there to support me. And it's just, like, guys like that. That's crazy. I would have never met or never known if it wasn't for the flag league or, like, us playing and coming together in this recreational league. So no, it, I agree. It definitely can be much more than just flag football. Oh, I agree because one person like that for me is Jannar. Like, that's big bro right there. And we met through Flag, and now we got super close. I would never met him if it wasn't for Flag. And I find that just crazy. And some of the games he's been to me, I'm just like, dang, I would never would have heard none of this stuff if it wasn't for Flag. And that's where I met him. So it was crazy to me. So I agree with you. Yeah, it's definitely big, and like touched on earlier, can that, stuff like that, bro. It's just that could be healthy for your mental health, honestly. Just meeting new people, hearing different perspectives. You never know what anybody's going through, and people are coming through all different. Everybody's going through all their different trials and tribulations, but everybody comes together on Saturday night to play flag football. Facts. I agree. I agree. So I'm I'm gonna end it off right here, but before I end it off, what is one thing that you can say that will lead that you can lead the crowd with it could be a quote, something that stuck with you, anything. Um, so one of the things that I learned in high school is a quote I heard in high school that I, as of lately, have really been trying to like live by, is life is ten percent what happens to you, and ninety percent how you react to it. Facts. I like that. Things are going to happen, bro, that you can't necessarily control. But what's even more important is how you let that affect you and how you react to those situations. Because we've all have, we all have choices in life every single day. Things are going to happen that are familiar and unfamiliar. But we have an opportunity to react to that in any way that we want. So I just try to remember. I like that, bro. Things are going to happen. But that's that's the small thing. It's how I react to those things is what the big picture is. I like that. I like that a lot. Well, I appreciate you coming through, my boy, spending your time out your day to come on this podcast. I definitely appreciate it. Any last words, any shout outs you wanted to say or do anything? Yeah, man, I just I appreciate you for having me on. Um, I, I do respect what you guys got going here and I hope you keep it up. And this is a good thing. And get as many people on here as you can. Just hear people from all different walks of life. And that's the so, goal. This could, this could be like how flag was for us. Somebody could listen to this or hear this and really relate to something. Definitely. That could, that could mean the world to them. So just keep it up, man. What y'all doing is great. And, and I respect it. Appreciate that, bro. For real. All right. This is the Walk It, Talk It podcast. Make sure you walk it like you talk it. Xavier out. Lamar. Appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace.